0: In today's episode, we continue our conversation with Mitch and Reeds.
1: So you never got your um, exoneration?
2: I never got the uh, pardon for reason. The of the pardon. But as Susan told me, she couldn't promise me she could get a pardon, but that she could promise me she would get my name out there. And she has more than done that. Yeah. Still, still yeah. get it. So... I was uh, uh, on the, she put on Twitter the other night uh, stories that they have done where the people had been released, uh, that they had gotten free. And in my case, I was already free, but I was able to, through the show, uh, prove that I, I was innocent.
0: I think that um, Colin he updated his uh, mega a thread on all the cases and undisclosed, and they do mention you, Mitchum, and says unfortunately, you know it's still not, but it's still not. You you haven't got your pardon, but your story's out there, and yeah,
2: proved I was innocent through the show,
0: proved absolutely. Running.
2: So that that could you know it could still happen. And just, uh, there's one thing I, you know, I outrun a lot of things in my life. I've dodged a lot of bullets. I went through a lot of crazy, wild stuff, and I don't know how I'm still alive. But one thing I can't outrun is Father Time. He's catching up. So I turned 75 a few days ago. I could have never imagined at 25 that I'd lived to 75. So. Well,
1: happy birthday, a few yeah. days late. Yeah, happy birthday. Yeah, happy
2: birthday. That's awesome. I've talked too much, and I tend to do that. Y'all get me mm. cranky, get
0: going. No, no, it's great. It's it great. It's wonderful,
1: wonderful to hear your story and, and um, you know, how you've overcome everything. And it, it just amazes me that you don't seem to have any anger towards people who knowingly let you sit in prison for this and, and carry a, a murder charge and knowing that they're the ones that committed the crime?
2: Yeah. Uh, it's. There's there's times that it comes up. uh it's hard to explain, but uh, Linda and I were somewhere the other day. I don't remember where we were going now. And it just hit me. I, I said, mm-hmm. you know, they really did me bad.
3: Right. It almost seems like a, like grief, like it comes in waves. Like I know grief will come at a weird time in the middle of a shopping center. You're like, what, where did this come from? But it's like, it just bubbles up. Yeah.
2: Yeah, it does. But it, the thing of it is, uh, the judicial system is still protecting dead people. Right. You know, everybody that did me wrong are dead.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, but what bothers me more than what that, that what they did to me is what they're still doing with people. Right. Uh, and, and I think there should be uh, term limits for a VA's yes. and judges. Yeah. And I think that in proven and a wrongful conviction case where they deliberately uh, hide evidence like they did with me, they should be charged.
1: Yes, I agree
2: 100%. That needs to to be fixed in this country. Mm. Uh, 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 They should not be, in my opinion, a death penalty in this country because of the crooked stuff that happens in the judicial system. Now I can understand a person who's lost someone to a murder wanting to see that person die. I, I, I could only imagine that. i imagine me wanting to go take care of it myself. Right. But I'm saying is because of the way the judicial system is, how many of those people we know about all these that's happened, but how many do we don't know about? Right. We do four people in Floyd County, right? Yeah, here. yeah. Doesn't, doesn't How many more do, uh, do we know, don't know about?
1: That's, that's right. Yeah, I think we need to modify the um, qualified immunity clause. You know, yep. where I mean, I do see a point to some protection, but if they outright lie and, oh, yeah. you know, and prosecute someone they know is not guilty, then that should be out the window. They should serve the sentence that the person was sentenced to.
2: Well, the the detective that was involved in uh, these two guys' lately case, Josh and Lee, he created a scene that didn't happen, uh, turned it into a murder charge, and it was just two kids, an accident. Stupid thing to do to... He played roulette but it was a uh, accident but he he turned it into a murder yeah and i'm gonna tell you he was also involved in joy's case and the yeah. other case is this guy i knew this guy there was uh there was one case that happened with him uh and and see the these detectives they had uh, people narking for them mm-hmm and there was a case where he had a, a guy that was uh, a narc for him, and he killed his wife at a motel. Multi- this same cop that framed Josh and Lee made a, a little black fella take the route for it and threatened him if he didn't take the route, he would put all of his family in jail. Wow. And The guy pleaded guilty to a murder he didn't do through fear. Mm -hmm. The woman who testified against these guys that she heard them say that they, Josh, say that they killed this guy because the cop threatened to take her children away from. That's Mm -hmm. that kind of stuff. Yeah,
1: yeah. I've heard a lot of cases like that where, and and that's just it's wrong. There's a case Ellen and I know about. Um, here in Texas, where the main witness saw the defendant sitting at the table and told the DA, that's not him. That's not the guy I saw. And the DA said, you just stick to your story. Yeah. Instead of stopping the trial and saying, wait a minute, there may be a mistake here. Nope, they just went ahead and convicted this innocent man and, and twisted her testimony around so it you know, they said the D.A said that she wouldn't be able to may not be able to identify the defendant because it'd been three months. Is it three months, Ellen? Something yeah. like
0: that. I can't remember how long, but she she started out by saying, "Well, she's not going to identify uh, the real killer, but I'm going to put it on anyway." Yeah. To, and she and she wouldn't, she didn't. No, she she didn't identify him. But the jury heard something else, and, and she wasn't allowed to say, I know for sure that is not the man. And right. she, You know? Yeah, but I think as much as I know about the jury system,
3: I mean, the judicial system now, I probably would have said that. that that's not him. What are they going to do to her? She's already on the stand. What are they going to do, strike that? They jury already heard that. That's not him. Right. If you know somebody uh, isn't guilty of something... I mean, that's where I get pissed off. That's where I just... Yeah. You know, there's certain things that just make you see red. That's just... That makes me see red. Because those people, the DAs, the attorneys, the judges, the lawyers, the police officers, these are the people that have to have good common sense. They have to have morals. They have to have integrity. And if they don't in any which way, they—what what is going on with this country?
2: That's why I think there should be term limits, because... They get corrupt after they're in there for so long. They may start out pretty decent. They don't stay that way. Right. They get right. corrupt. They get. They get bought off. The in my case, when the GBI came here, and then uh, they didn't come back to to help prove that I was innocent, uh, uh, because both Salmon uh, Grace's daughter. Uh, and I talked to the GBI agent later in years, and he said, "Man, she called us and became willing to be a witness against the guy who hired them to kill his stepson. They were seeking the death penalty. She got wind of that they had been Rome and they knew I was innocent. But they were see to prove that they were going to have to charge her and Bo for her mother's murder." So they chose to put me on the back burner and because they wanted the death penalty for this guy, and she became a willing witness, and they put her in a witness protection program. So that's when the GBI went to the pardon and parole board and said, look, the man is innocent. We can't open the case. Just let him go. And that's how I made parole. Wow. The first time. Yeah. And, and, uh, and, and they also, they didn't want... Want to open up that can of worms with this crooked judges up here? See, this judge, the judge that appointed that attorney, um, he had a bootlegger killed up here. He, he had him, He's the one that had him killed. He had two people killed that I know of, and and uh, he never was charged for it. But it came out that he was involved in. It. He finally got disbarred for sexual harassment with with a lady. It was, uh, like I said, to understand my case, you understand the political arena here, what it was like back then. And that was crooked cops, crooked judges, people on the tape. Uh, <laughs> it was just the way it was in the, in the county. It's not at that bad anymore, but still look at these recent cases with these guys. It's yeah. Still, still, it's still ha- and it can happen again.
1: Mm -hmm. I think with um, podcasts and the documentaries and the the interest in true crime, we're going to see a lot more exonerations coming. You're you're muted, Mitchum.
0: We can't hear you, Mitchum. You're muted for unknown reasons. I don't know. Can you unmute, Mitchum? No, I can't. I guess he can't hear us either.
2: Oh, oh. Yeah, but you he, were
0: he, muted. You were muted. So we want the whole speech again.
2: Oh, <laughs> we, what happened? I'm a <laughs> a call kick. Okay. What impressed me, what you were talking about, oh. that with the uh these stories that are coming on the podcast is happening and things uh that that can be changing and what impressed me was at joey watkins bond hearing although the da brought up the same line witness that testified 22 years ago and i had to walk outside with johnny his dad i thought johnny gonna have a heart attack he would get so mad I was too, but anyway, I went outside with him to help him calm down. And uh, but the judge just—he—he—he he, he saw through that. Man, that was that impressed me. He granted a bond, seventy-five thousand dollar bond, but he granted a bond. Now, Joey still got some battles, but I believe he's going to win the war at the end of the day.
1: Yeah, Joey is definitely innocent
2: of the
1: podcast. Yeah. Well, I think there's um, a show on Hulu called Web of Death and it's several stories of different social media. Um, there's one that's um, that's called uh, Web Sleuths and they've helped um, find the real killers of in cases. There's um, there's so many of them. And, yeah. and I think Shows like that and and podcasts, and it like undisclosed and truth and justice reinvestigating cases is really going to make a difference.
2: Yeah, yeah, it, and, it already has, and it, and it will continue to. I y'all keep and, doing it do it.
0: <laughs> yeah, and I also think it means something just just by listening to your story, uh, Mitchum, and to anyone who wants their story out, just by listening and creating some kind of attention on the matter, I think it makes people act differently when they know there are eyes on the case. Like sometimes when we see uh, old uh, wrongful convictions, the defendant is there all alone. And probably with some poor representation or maybe good lawyers, that happens too, but not not to turn things into media circus because there's a certain kind of attention that I think is bad for justice and in general, no. but but not to let the system be be as closed as it is uh, now because it's like they're kind of uh, reading the rules themselves when there is no one else there. You know how we all act different <laughs> to how many eyes are on us.
2: That's well, I
1: can tell you these podcasts, um, I just got a jury summons and these podcasts make me want to serve on the jury and I'm much more aware of how things work.
2: Yeah. And I got one uh, the other day.
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> I did. I I I might have considered doing it, but you had to be there at eight thirty in the morning and I don't go to sleep at 8 in the morning sometimes. So I got out of it because I'm over 70. So, okay, you, don't call me
1: uh, anymore, you know, uh, I'm only um, 63, so
2: I have yep. a little more time.
1: Yeah, but well, yeah. I'm looking forward to it, actually. I mean, I have to be downtown Dallas at eight o'clock in the morning, which is going to be hard getting there at that time, but I'll do it.
2: You could, uh, you being there, you don't know what the situation is going to be, but. Knowing what you know from this other stuff it can make a big difference. Talking about shining the light on it, uh, that was why I was glad that uh, uh, Jacinda with the um, Crime Proof, uh, Susan, the, the, the podcast they have now.
0: The Proof Proof, proof podcast. Proof.
2: Yeah. Uh, we're here shining the light, cameras, on Joy's hearing and uh, and the guys their, their exoneration. That that needs to happen. You know, uh, keep 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 filming, keep shining that light on these, on this wrongdoing. Uh, I, I totally
0: think- agree. I, I don't think that things that happens in the dark um, are all well checked. Like and they do and because it makes you wonder why they usually they want to bring out people that they know uh, have ex- exoneration like claims and and they're gonna be set free. They don't want people to be there. They don't want media to be there. Sometimes they're letting in and out in a different place and they're asking people these rules. You can't stand here. You can't be there. Right. Because they don't. And I think. I don't think that people should be silenced. I think there more light should be shi- sh- shun, shun, shun shown. Shun This is very hard work. <laughs> <laughs> we yeah.
2: know what you think. We know what you. Think.
0: Okay. Thank you <laughs> on this. Yeah.
2: If they'd have had something like that back in my time, it might have been different. But they they threatened to put my sister in jail for just taking notes in the courtroom. You know. Right. She hadn't wow. taken notes and kept those records. Susan would have not had anything mm-hmm. for um, wow. That involved. So it's just changing.
1: Yeah, it is changing. But we need to do something about rewarding DAs for having so many convictions. Yes. Because, you know, if they're rightful convictions, okay. But how many of them are wrongful? And how, you know, I don't believe that every prosecutor or DA's office is, um, corrupt, but there are so many that just, they're not out for justice. They're out for convictions.
2: And, and look at the county, each county, how many is happening, Mean even if it's not with the same DA, but it's still happening in that county, like here in Floyd County. So what does that show you? That shows you that the current DA is still protecting the, the one that did prosecute or the judge that did do wrong. The, uh, that's what they keep doing the judicial system protecting themselves. That's, it's that way all over the country, not that's wanting that's to do it. anybody did wrong in, in, in their system. Right. I'm here four, four guys that right here. Look Look at the gap 48 years ago with me. Twenty-five years ago for the two guys, and twenty-two years ago for, and really? the same.
0: Yeah. yeah, and I don't see any reason that it should have just stopped, right? Just because it takes twenty-five years to get someone out doesn't mean that a wrongful convictions ha- stopped twenty-five years ago. And mm-hmm. um, and you can see it when well, I follow a lot of cases and the. State's attorneys, they fight back so hard against even letting someone come back to court. And they bring out their, the exact same bullshit that was faulty and is the problem. They bring the same thing out, out when they want to dismiss any motion to test the evidence or you know, any claim people have. So, so they are still doing it.
2: Oh, yeah. yeah. They're still doing it. And none of us would be here uh, if it wasn't for the podcast. Mm-hmm. We wouldn't impressive. be talking to you today if it wasn't for Susan Simpson, an undisclosed podcast. Mm-hmm. Those guys would not be out today if it wasn't for uh, them discovering what they discovered. It wasn't the judicial system that did it. Or, uh, you know, these... The podcast, these podcasts are the greatest thing that's happened uh, for people. They're I'm swamped. so
0: glad that you feel that way because it must be on your end also uh, overwhelming to have your life and your worst time of life just put out there. Yeah. Um, so I'm glad there's also you see something positive in your story const- contributing to educating people and you know
2: yeah well like I told Susan in the beginning I said, she said well I want to hear your story I said uh, all right I'll tell you the good the bad and the ugly and, and I did right. <laughs> mm-hmm. she told me that uh, uh when we we're about to wrap it up she said you know I've got to share some of the ugly I said, I just hope they're uglier, as uglier than my ugly. <laughs> We've
1: all got ugly. We've all got ugly. So yeah, yeah,
2: uh, She, she, she is, and still is, and will always be my hero. And I'll appreciate y'all having me here today. And uh, this thing, Ellen, a few years ago, you and I was stumbling around on Twitter trying to figure out what we're doing
0: on Twitter. <laughs> I'm still not quite uh, on it.
2: You can't edit on there. You know? I
0: don't like you know. Twitter at all. And wow. me and Mitchum, <laughs> we were sending each other messages like we were using it like a messenger service, <laughs> but if you turn if you uh, push enter, it just sends. So we were saying, Mitchum, I was thinking, oof, and just <laughs> What were
2: you thinking? <laughs> one one thing, I had posted a picture, and uh, I didn't realize I'd posted it. So then I went public, and I said, "Can someone help me tell me how I can get this picture on here?" It <laughs> was already on there. And Susan, mm-hmm. uh, Susan laughed. And I said, "I need to delete that." She said, "No, don't ever delete that." <laughs> <laughs> As far as I know it's still on there I guess. <laughs> we had a lot of fun. I had a lot of fun uh with Susan uh doing what we did and man with Rob Gogie and Allison doing the podcast. I we had some you know they came they visited up here. Uh they came here a few times. And I uh-huh. I uh I did get a hold of some uh and I still can get a hold of the real stuff made in the woods. moonshine.
3: Oh, I'd like to visit you. <laughs> think,
1: yes. Same, same. I found out a few years ago, visiting Jude, that I really do like moonshine yeah. a lot. <laughs>
2: yeah. It ain't got all the chemicals and stuff in it. Uh, I got a guy that makes it, and he uses uh, artesian spring water to make his with.
1: Sounds fancy. Yeah. But it's, it's got too much sugar
0: for me being diabetic, but um, I but do enjoy it. <laughs> me and Jude, we were already planning maybe on immigrating to uh, Georgia because mm-hmm. in Georgia, I learned from the Proof podcast. You can be a uh, forensic. You can be a, what's it called? Medical examiner? Medical. Yes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> With no education. With no education, and yeah. Be, and you can be a judge in, in, uh, um, in Louisiana. Without any law
3: degree well, at all, <laughs> oh, Mississippi, Mississippi, yeah. yeah, Mississippi, yeah.
2: Well, I, I got moonshine for Susan one time yeah. back, and um, I said, "Well, what? Is, what how are you going to get this back?" She says, "Well, I am a lawyer. <laughs> 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 She'll figure it out. Yeah, <laughs> just drink away while you're there. Yeah, when they, when they come up, I always try to have some um, here. Uh, Kevin. Uh, with the, with the show, uh, you know, he's Irish. So, oh. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You his know.
0: name is Kevin Fitzpatrick. Maybe I should have figured. Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> he always brings me up uh, some Irish whiskey and I'll have some moonshine for them. But, uh, what I enjoy is he has a story about that particular Irish whiskey. Every time he comes, I enjoy the story as much as i do the the wish you
0: know. absolutely and and you know the great the great thing about podcasts uh that some of them are bringing awareness to um to like the general public that when they they hear about a case they might not look at it the same way like i right. I think about me, I used to watch a lot of you know c s i and what is now called propaganda rightfully Mm -hmm. but i thought that was how you know things were portrayed that was how they were and i think that people are becoming aware that that is not what it is so there be more uh prone to be yes and and skeptical and you don't it you don't have to start over again to say like oh but it is a wrongful conviction but it Well, what did he do to end up in that situation? Well, this happens to everyone. But And also, the good thing about the podcast is that now, uh, Mitchum, your legacy is like out there uh, forever. Forever. It's in the History Mm -hmm. Center and it's on your Mitchum podcast and it's in the uh, episode from Undisclosed. And like I said, I, I listened to them all again. And you can just do that. So I can just... To revisit over and over again that's great
2: yeah the, the, well the thing about the mention podcast you don't have to you start anywhere the only one that uh, I didn't we didn't do them in any kind of order I've never done anything in order in my life but <laughs> uh, the, the, the ones that might have two parts or three parts you yeah, started the first one but you started with the wild chase by turkeys uh, Rob, uh, Rob, uh, told me one day, said, uh, this was when this thing was coming up with the communication, the uh, conversation with Mitchell. He said, if you can come up with a story you haven't told before, we'll do a short thing on it. I'm talking about, I, I'd been hung up five minutes. That story came to me and I hadn't thought about it in all those years. About uh, the wild turkey, it, it's an treasure. awesome. Yeah,
0: it's an awesome story, and and like you said, um, somebody has to ask and listen for a story to live. Right. Yeah. Exactly.
2: It, it's uh, it, it was amazing how those stories came back to me. I, and I learned a long time ago, don't tell everything. Keep some back, you know. So I still got a few.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, we can't wait to hear them. (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah. I I was, uh, I know I keep bringing up new stuff every time we're (laughs) coming to a close, but I was thinking about uh, Joss had said something also on the Proof podcast that, um, no, that was Lee. Lee uh, was told. That it could hurt his case to get his story out there on the podcast, uh, which it can Which is yet another thing that if you're in prison, you are um, what's it called? You're um, they are holding you hostage, and your families as well. So people are afraid to speak out about it, which is yeah. how it's c- kept under wraps. Uh, and I'm very grateful that you had your courage and like you said you met so many uh what what's it called brick walls no it's called something walls
2: uh, uh, i ran into a lot of brick walls trying to you know blockage yeah it, trying to stop it but and so this
0: Lee's Lee story that was a reason that they made the podcast like i think they started well, I know Susan was very pregnant when she did that YouTube running around no, the yard. He,
2: yeah, she was. They, see, they, every time they were here in Rome, were working on their story. They, they would come here and we'd fix lunch for them and things, you know, and we enjoy them being here. And uh, I remember when, you remember the, the death mute guy, uh, Charlie? Charlie, that was. Okay. They were here. Uh, and they were about to leave. They were ready to fly by. And Susan gets a phone call here. And they had found Charlie. Somebody had found Charlie. So they had to postpone their flight. And they left here to go see Charlie. And, That's so uh,
0: awesome. She was with you when she...
2: Yeah. And this, see, this, where that was happened is just right down the road from us here in Silver Creek. Just down the road, a little ways. Less than a mile away. But to hear that and see that when they're interviewing Charlie and then they learn it was a different time and place. Now, what if that had not been filmed or what if that had not been uh, told?
3: Yeah, and uncovered.
2: Uncovered. Yeah.
3: So is Charlie another another wrongful conviction case? from the area no he no,
0: was a, he was a eyewitness but he was deaf so they used his testimony but he didn't know the correct sign language so even the interpreter said uh, after the trial I, I didn't know what he was saying the only one who knew exactly what he was saying was the uh, detective
2: the detective wow it was a different it was a different different house, a different time, and a different death. That These, this
0: witness was talking about when he was testifying. Wow.
2: That he was testifying about. It wasn't this death. But it, it was, it would have never been uncovered if Susan and, and, and Jacinda and them had not uh, did this and filmed it. That's on, that's on YouTube. You can see that. You can hear it on the on the podcast, but you can actually see it as it was happening uh, when they discovered it.
0: And Mitchum just uh, came to think of, had you heard about Lee and Josh's story uh, before Susan uh, came to uh, work it?
2: it? You know, it was in, what did that happen in 96? I think when it happened, just what was in the paper, but I didn't know that. Uh, that much about it. It, During those years was um, I was pretty well wrapped up in trying to get something done with my my story. Um, It had to
1: have been national news for me to have heard about it and and remember it. I didn't move here to Texas until 97, so I I was in Pennsylvania then also.
2: Yeah, It, It was just in the local news here um no no big story about it national yeah when 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 grace was killed in 1974 and when i was sentenced it was just a little short article in the, in the paper went much to it but buddy it got bigger when <laughs> when uh, the story started getting out you know on many years
0: yeah and that's what uh, what i hope these pos- podcasts do and maybe our podcast and you do with your great work I hope it makes people think differently when they see a short short news story where some person just lays out and 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 say and then this and this happened and then we found the killer or we found the and and just be that people are a tiny bit more skeptic and think is that the whole story or let's see a trial or is there any evidence? Because just to circle back to something we talked about with wrongful convictions, I think that rightful convictions, it's very important that they are done properly, too. Sure. I don't yeah. think, uh, It's absolutely not just justice. If you know you got the wrong guy, but you need to or you got the right guy, but you need to fabricate evidence or produce false testimony. It's, it's not it, it shouldn't be a thing you should be as sure as the evidence should be able to prove it otherwise too bad
1: i also don't understand why they would fight against testing evidence if you have the wrong person and you test the evidence and it shows that it shows you who really did it and i think that will give the public more confidence in the prosecution because you know it it shows that they're looking for justice, not just a conviction.
2: If they would work as hard to prove the innocence as they do to cover the truth, if they that would that would make a big difference. But again, it goes back to uh protecting themselves. Yeah, uh, well, not a lot of, wrong, you know, it's just
1: a lot of people don't under, don't know that the police are allowed to lie to you. And and so they think when the police are are interrogating someone and they're saying stuff like, well, we know you did it because we found your fingerprints here and there weren't any fingerprints.
2: Yeah.
1: You know, people don't know that they're allowed to do that. That should not be legal. That's, that, that just doesn't even make sense. Like, because there's so many people are going to be thrown under because of that. Like, it's confusing, like, and you're not in the right mind when you're being interrogated, especially when you didn't do anything. Because it's even more confusing. You're like, what is going on? You just want to, you know, you want to say the right thing to them because you just want to get out. You know, like you're like, I don't know what's happening. I'm, you know,
2: it's just that's
3: mind-boggling to me that that would be legal.
2: Well, my suggestion would be to anybody if you're picked up and and, and don't think that's what's happened to me and these guys don't think that it can't happen right. to you right it can happen to anybody and my suggestion would be if they put you in a room you got one word to say lawyer, mm-hmm. lawyer. don't say anything else but lawyer
1: um, i've actually
2: do t- they t- get you one in there
1: i'm actually teaching that to my grandchildren who are um, teenagers i've told them that too i don't care if you're innocent or guilty The only thing you say is, I want a lawyer.
2: Even if he's a drunk
1: one. Mm
2: -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people don't realize, too, that except people who have been through it, the domino effect that a conviction has on the family members, all the domino effect. I mean, it was, uh, I lost my children. Uh, my father died from grief uh, for this. Uh, there was a lot, of, a lot, a of, lot of stuff in the people don't know about that. that that's when
1: we call them the forgotten victims.
2: The, yeah, that's mm-hmm. that's good. That's really good. Yeah, forgotten victims. So, just uh, I pray you never fall into the hands. Of a judicial system, and if you do fall into the hands of them, pray like Susan Simpson, and, and just send a baby you <laughs> Yeah, for sure, for sure. Thank
0: you for listening. Please check back next week for our next episode. And if you haven't already, please subscribe so you can get notified of when our new episodes release. And follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at Touch by Crime. Thank you, and we hope to see you again next week.